This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to this episode of Here's Something Good, a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Each day, we aspire to bring you the good news, the silver lining, the glass half full, because there is good happening in the world everywhere, every day. We just need to look for it and share it. Here's something good for today. Do you consider yourself a risk taker? Now, most people don't. And at times like these, when everything looks so uncertain, taking risks may seem like the opposite of the thing you want to do. But here's some good news. Taking risks can have positive results, even and especially right now. In fact, instead of hunkering down, now might be the time to take intelligent risks. That's one of the fascinating insights we heard from author and journalist Anne Kramer. Anne is the author of the book Risk Reward, which focuses on how to take intelligent risks in your career. She's also the author of It's Always Personal, a book about navigating emotion in the workplace. Here's what Anne had to say. And thanks so much for joining us. It's a great pleasure to be here. You've said it's necessary to embrace risk to succeed these days. Why is that? Well, it was Marshall McLuhan who said that the greatest anxiety in our lives, and this was in 1967, he said it, is people trying to address today's needs with yesterday's tools. And I cannot think of a time uh, in our history where we are have been faced with more of that kind of crisis than we are right now. I mean, already it, in terms of technology and acceleration of change in terms of the workplace and how people were operating in the various, you know, n- new fields of work that were emerging, we were kind of always behind the eight ball. But now that we're all in the work from home environment and the kind of, you know, high, high level risk uncertainty climate that COVID overlays our professional lives, Uh, I I think we have to embrace risk because there's no choice. But isn't it more natural to be cautious and risk averse in uncertain times? I think in unstable times, well, one of the things is, so I wrote a book called Risk Reward uh, and about intelligent risk taking. What I found is that there were four basic kind of orientations that people had. I conducted a couple of large national surveys trying to get a snapshot of how people viewed risk. And the four cohorts in the workplace broke down to what I call thinkers, defenders, drifters, and pioneers. And personality types tend to have default ways of approaching things. Defenders, 100% of the people who I interviewed and surveyed said that they hated surprises. They have a fixed mindset. They work incredibly well in kind of encounting jobs and things like that. For that group during a risk time like we're in right now with, uh, you know, the pandemic, I think that they would just be kind of um, digging in their heels more into that kind of fixed mindset. Um, Pioneers were the group that I found that, interestingly enough, made much more money than other people, but they trusted their, they had three qualities that um, lent themselves to thinking about their 
environment and their workplace. And the three qualities were um, they put a lot of chips on the table. So they practiced, you know, one of the most important things to know about risk taking is, you know, change leads to insight more than insight leads to change. Like we don't learn new things by thinking about them. We learn them by doing them. And so the important thing in sort of thinking about risk taking is to learn to toggle back and forth between, um, you know, thinking and doing and um, application of the things that we're doing. And pioneers place a lot of chips. They try a lot of new things, but they very interestingly know when to like stop something. They know because they do play so many things, when to kind of pull back and kind of cut their losses, as it were. They also, and this was just singular in the groups, they trusted their guts equally with analysis. And it's that kind of divergent thinking and convergent thinking. And I think the pandemic has forced all of us to be living in this realm of open-ended, never-ending kind of ambiguity and uncertainty. And that can be extremely paralyzing for people, I think, if we don't learn how to kind of deploy that um, more flexible mindset, that kind of, uh, you know, uh, diffuse mindset in addition to the kind of focused mindset. And so um, on that level, I think that if you're being cautious in unstable times like the pandemic, you're going to be out of luck because you're not going to be able to anticipate the new skill set you might need, you might not be able to anticipate how the you know marketplace might shift because of this, or where new areas of opportunity might arise. If you just hunker down, you're going to get lost in the dust. Is my personal opinion. Is there a difference between being a risk taker and just being reckless? Well, I, I, I actually, when I did the survey, I looked at a lot of that. Uh, you know, do you fly out of uh, you know a parachute and do things like that, or drive really fast? And in fact. There is a tiny bit of overlay that there are people for whom the buzz of the new is a kind of defining um, personality feature. But for um, risk taking that I'm kind of thinking about in terms of our professional lives, you know, I don't actually advise that people should just quit their jobs with nothing else lined up, even though I have, in fact, done that in my professional life. I don't think it serves your interests particularly well, and particularly when we're in a landscape right now where uh, jobs are, um, you know, uh, constrained and people are not necessarily hiring at any great risk. So I think that the kind of risk taking that I think is effective for people right now is to, to, in fact, try and test drive different theories that you can about work that you might be interested in trying to pursue while you keep your day job. Do you think there's any difference between the way women and men deal with risk? I actually don't think that this is a gendered thing, honestly. I think that women, I think, have probably been somewhat conservative in terms of how they approach their working and lives because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of standard trope that, you know, most men just supremely unqualified for jobs will like apply for a job and say, no, I can do that. Whereas women have to dot every I and cross every T before they think that they might be qualified to apply for a job. And it may be that women also suffer somewhat more from the imposter syndrome. But I think that um, for all of us, not simply women, um, thinking about risk almost incrementally, um, you know, 
the the real uh, way to is to, you know risk taking is kind of preparation plus uh, you know thinking and feeling and action. It's like analysis and then trial and error. And the more you can kind of replicate that and sort of um, prototype that. So do your analysis and then sort of test drive things and trial and error. And I I wrote in my book about <coughs> my older daughter who had thought at one point she'd worked at the Food Network for a long time and she worked for Serious Eats as the pizza editor and she was a food human. And she thought maybe I, she wanted to be a chef. And so she actually went and, you know, um, part-timed as a line chef in a some restaurants in the Lower East Side and realized really quickly on, she hated being a line chef. She hated plating a thousand, you know, uh, arugulas with, you know, something else on the top. And that she learned from test driving her theory that in fact, what she really enjoyed doing was making, you know, nourishing meals for her uh, friends and family. And so if you can test drive, if you can trial and error some of the risks that you're thinking about taking before you, you know, plunge in wholehearted, you can actually take some things off the table that you might have otherwise considered doing. So I think women can use risk if to their advantage. The more they learn to think about it, not as this giant thing that's, you know, black or white or, you know, hell or high water, but this sort of incremental daily part of their everyday lives of, you know, different routes to the grocery store, of preparing foods that you're not comfortable doing, all sorts of little tiny things that begin to integrate um, just little, you know, sparks of risk-taking into your daily life. I, I think if I were to sum everything up, I would say that if you can realize that meaning is the thing that drives effective risk-taking overall, and that the real steps are to, like, take action, experiment, think and feel about it, and then keep moving forward in incremental steps. Well, that conversation comes at the perfect moment. As Ann Kramer says, we have to embrace risk right now because we have no other choice. So here's something good for today. Yes, times are uncertain, but we can get through them by being flexible and open-minded. Once we embrace some risk, we can seek out and recognize new opportunities that await us. And remember that change can be good. As Ann says, change leads to insight more than insight leads to change. But we also have to realize that you don't have to make change all at once. Anne suggests trial and error, testing out new ideas and ways of doing things. You'll learn a lot that way. Finally, think about why you want to take a risk. What's really driving you to a new path? I love Anne's message, quote, meaning is the thing that drives effective risk taking. With meaning and purpose as your guide, you're well on your way. Thank you for listening and please share today's something good with others in your life. This is Kim Azzarelli, co-author of Fast Forward and co-founder of Seneca Women. To learn more about Seneca Women, go to SenecaWomen.com or download the Seneca Women app free in the App Store. Here's Something Good is a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Have a great day. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, Check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.